When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Crimson, and what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson, and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming, and just thank you for listening. All right, so... um. You guys tell me, right? How many times have you actually heard some rich asshole say, well, I can, if I can do it, anybody can actually do it. How many good times have you guys heard that, um, you know, well, um, it takes nothing but like gumshoe and all that other good bullshit to, to make it from nothing to a millionaire. And... No, I don't play GTA. But how many of you guys have actually said, well, you know, you can make a million dollars easy? Well, this millionaire goes homeless to try to prove that anybody can make a million dollars. Let's see in this highly edited 13-minute video of seven months of his life if he can make that million dollars. Let's go. No. Today's been really tough. This is uh, my bench right here. I'm going to be sleeping on tonight, so... This is Mike Black, the millionaire who went homeless. With the goal to make $1 million from nothing in only 12 months, while documenting the entire journey online for everyone to see. I'm cutting off my entire network. I'm draining my bank account to $0. I'm leaving behind my seven-figure business, putting all my belongings in storage, and I won't even have a place to live. This is the million-dollar comeback. Yeah, yeah. You are monetizing poverty. And how much you want to bet if some shit really went down where he couldn't motherfucking make it, he would get rescued. But uh, uh, let's go, let's go. Did you know the project is going to be like this? No, everything was a curveball. This is my one pair of clothes that I'm taking with me. I have a cell phone and I have a backpack with camera gear. The keys are officially turned in. The project has started. Now I gotta figure out what the f to do. What Mike didn't know at the time was that this was going to be the toughest year of his life. But why did he decide to do it? I'm gonna try to panhandle and make a couple bucks. Not worried about food at all. I can go a couple days without eating. Hey, how are you? I was wondering, do you have any like water cups by any chance? So like, this is what I don't get. This is a shit that really is fucked up. And I actually had a discussion with people at work about this. It was um, this whole idea that people who panhandle, they're just sitting out there all day begging for money. And I, I actually just had to address it. Like, they sitting out there eight hours a day, walking up and down the street, asking for money. Now, you shit on them, but 
shit. At least they have the work ethic to do that shit in the fucking cold for eight hours a day. And if they come up with a hundred, couple hundred dollars, that's more than what you make sitting behind behind a motherfucking desk. But you shit on them because you think you're better than them. Shit, they got this. We got the same struggle. Like, what, what, what did um Alcat say? Like, you know. We live by the beat, like you live check to check. If you don't move your street, if you don't move your feet, then I don't eat. So we like neck to neck. These motherfuckers are just man, man. Okay, let's go. Finally, someone nice enough to give me some water. See, it was the beginning of 2020 and countless people had lost everything. And he wanted to be a living example that you can make a comeback even at your lowest point. But could he really reach $1 million in 12 months again? Everything I tried didn't work. I did have someone message me on Craigslist that said, they'll give me a, a hundred bucks if I let them I started thinking like, I'm going to be sleeping on the streets a lot longer than I thought. I don't know if I can do this. All right, so it's 11 o'clock. Didn't make like, this is highly, highly edited, edit, edit, um, editorialize and stylize and edit it but okay let's go any money i venture here that uh maybe sleep it on the night so but there was no going back now he had publicly committed all over social media hired an entire production team and this was about something bigger than just himself the goal of the project was to help as many people as possible so giving up was never an option but things took a turn something amazing happened out of nowhere like this kid hit me up and said like hey man you can crash here offered to drive 30 minutes to uh pick me up Oh, wait, subsisting on the kindness of strangers. Wow, okay, let's go. It's really emotional how nice of an act this was. I promise you I'll repay you for all this. Okay, um, thank you. I mean, you don't have to, but just thank you so much. Uh, this is the RV that I slept in last night. Now, this was a short window of opportunity to get back on his feet. I still have one pair of clothes. Look how gross this is. I'm gonna put these boxers back on. So he had to make some money, but this time he had a plan. What I started doing is just taking ads on Craigslist in the free section, putting it on Facebook Marketplace, and selling it for a profit. I acted as the middleman, handling all the logistics between the buyer and the seller. And? Really? Really? So he's gonna venture capitalism, his motherfucking. Yeah, wow, he's gonna venture capitalism his way into, like, dude, shut the, f like, alright, let, let's go. It worked. I just sold my first couch for a hundred bucks. Although this was literally only 0.01% towards the final goal, with that, he was finally able to buy some clothes, some decent food after not eating for days, and most importantly, deodorant. Sorry. Right. <laughs> On day three, he made a whop. Wait, 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 hold the fuck on, wait. Let, let's see this shit. For days, and most importantly, deodorant. This is not some rinky-dink-ass motel shower. That's not some rinky-dink-ass motel shower. No, that's a... Really? Really? Okay, let's go. Right. On day three, he made a whopping $250 flipping more couches. Hey, Mike, what do you got there? That's a nice computer. Yeah, that's just a brand new used Chromebook. I'm gonna take that. Oh, it's just not working. And wait a minute. What? How did he meet up with this guy who all of a sudden gave him a place to live in on day three? Huh. This this seems pretty sketchy. 
but Mike had to figure out how to get his own place. Because Isaac, the guy who helped him on day one and now lived with in the RV, still had no idea about the project and who Mike really was. Because he was going undercover as Scott, so he wouldn't get any extra help. If Isaac found out, Mike would have to cut off contact, which is one of the many rules he set up for the project. And then he'd be back on the streets again. So he had to get more Benjamins into his bank account. I applied to 10 different jobs in one night, and the next day I woke up and I had three interviews. So he spent the last $40 he had to join a co-working space where he could use much better computers and start trading time for money. Even if that means working as a telemarketer for only $10 an hour. $25 an hour working for a law firm is a virtual assistant. So I went over to Isaac. Wait. You don't just get off $25 an hour job with no experience. I don't give a fuck if it is California or not. Wow. Okay. I was like, hey, would you be cool with lending me your car and I'll do food delivery. I'll give you the majority of everything I make. Best delivery driver ever. You heard it. Dude, I could flip this bike, by the way. It sells for like 300, 400 bucks. Flipping. Just left the thrift store. Got all these shirts. You looking for a sugar daddy? Hit me up. 220 bucks. But still, with all this work, he was barely getting by. For the first time, my bank actually overdrew. I was not expecting this to take this long for me to get out of this situation. Until things... Okay, this got go. even worse. We didn't put this in the footage, but there be a guy in a cockroach infestation. It was really bad. Imagine trying to sleep in a place where there's cockroaches everywhere. You imagine them crawling on you. But well, one night, I looked at my arm, there's a cockroach. Just swiped it off and I was, I sat up, I'm done. I will not live here another week. He just had to get one client for some service that would pay him a few grand. I literally just spent all weekend. I sent so many sales proposals. Until he finally got someone to pay him for monthly marketing services. 1500 bucks. Dopamine just blasting through my head. I, I have money now. So he was able to move out of the RV into a small shared room. And to come full circle, now he could finally repay Isaac by helping him sell the RV for $2,000 more than he expected. Do we believe this shit happened? Do we believe this shit happened? I'm sorry. Do we even believe this shit happened? Like, okay, we're, we're, we're gonna wait to the end to actually see if this was real shit. Let's go. I bought a MacBook for him as a thank you present, paid for by my business. I was gonna pay for two flights to Germany because he really wanted to go to Germany. Just thank him for everything and then he just stopped responding to my texts. Who knows, maybe he reaches out now if he sees the video. I want those Germany tickets. <laughs> but in order to eventually reach the $1 million milestone, he had to build a real business. Ideally a scalable one, like an e-commerce company. I am at the farmer's market here. I'm looking for people that are selling product I can maybe partner with and sell online. And after making some connections with a manufacturer and looking at trends, he decided on a very specific niche, a coffee brand for dog lovers that donates a percentage of profits to saving dogs. But what got in the way was the fact that he had to document everything. I was spending it 40 to 60 hours a week on production and marketing and running the production team alone while I was homeless in the beginning of the project. I remember being in meetings with the guys and I'd be like, I haven't eaten today. I don't have money to get back to the RV park. I got to get out of this meeting and you guys have to figure it out because if I don't flip a couch today, I have to sleep at the office. We need to shoot quick over. Okay, so I can't experience this farce anymore because I just want to actually look. Hold on. Let's see something. Copy. Let's see. Let's see something. 
because I just can't believe this story. No, that's still a, just a video. Um, let's go to news. No. All of these. Oh, he, I did it. You. Let's type in true. Again, this is going to point to a actual org. Yeah, sure. Ha, here's, here's the fun. That guy didn't forget all his skills, which he acquired, presumably having raised in a stable home and receiving decent education. I just doubt this story is true because it would be actually more of a longer video. But no, let's go. Review when you shoot how to. Our animator overseas just quit. You're spending 25 grand a month on production? $25,000 burned per month on producing the project and marketing. Paying for it out of his own pockets. I only spent one hour on my business. This has been a consistent theme. I'm not gonna be able to build a million dollar business like that. How much money have you made so far? It's underwhelming. You're making less than minimum wage. <laughs> you feel like a failure. I can't be working all these hours. I, I need to build my business. Do you feel the pressure of having people look at you, of potentially failing in public? Does that keep you up at night? I'm so tired. I just got word. The client decided to, I guess, fire us. He had to get really strategic with his time and money. Either cut expenses to invest more into launching the e-commerce business or invest money to save more time. For example, by hiring freelancers. So I'm still working on the homepage. Jay, Jay, there's, you logged two and a half hours. You said you're going to log a full day today, dude. We need to get this site up. Oh, God, I've never gotten that pissed. It's starting to get to the point where I'm like, my inner, my like this shit, I, I, my incredulity is, it's there. Like I'm like right here with this incredulity right now. But let's let's go. Ahead, being able to hit this goal, I don't feel like I'm, I'm far enough. But out of desperation, Mike came up with a brilliant idea. They would not just cut his biggest expense, but might actually make him money. I am finding a location. Let's say it's four thousand dollars a month to rent. I'm gonna rent out four of the bedrooms for a thousand dollars a month, so it pays for the place, and then that fifth bedroom I would get for free. That is what. I oh, so now he's starting to exploit people need for for housing. Okay, sure, let's go. I call rent hacking. This is a four-story place. This is gonna be my room, walk-in closet here. This would be my bathroom. I'd be going from RV park to this. Three months. I made this like a podcast room or something. Wow, this place is big. He makes it valuable by setting up this house specifically for like-minded business owners. And because his fake identity, Scott, doesn't have a good credit score, he just found someone to co-sign it. What do you think's like a How many of y'all think this shit is real? Oh my god, this is some bullshit. And like, not saying that you can't be fortunate, but this is some bullshit. Let's go. A fair percentage of profit to do for you doing like the credit partner stuff. All right, I got the official lease. How cool is it that I went from living in an RV to this place? Rent-free plus I would make money. And also the coffee brand was finally ready to launch. Oh, we're in business. We got coffee, baby. We got our first coffee order ever. This time, four months ago, guys, I was thinking about sleeping on a bench. If you're like, I hate my job, I fucking can't stand my fucking job, quit. Save up some money, downsize, quit. Figure out what you want to do. And, and with there we go. Nine months left, maybe it was still possible. And this is what we're talking about. This whole, you can pick yourself by his, your bootstrap. No, this guy got incredibly lucky and very lucky. 
almost in uh, ungodly lucky. Almost to the point that I don't believe this bullshit. Possible to reach the million dollar milestone. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have Yeah, a co-signer. He said he got a co-signer that just signed away for him. Just for no reason. A company in nine months have gone into a million dollars. I'm healthy, my family's healthy, that's all that matters. On Tuesday, I learned that uh, my dad was officially diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Yeah, at least it's in my lungs, my liver. My dad is the single most important person to me in my life. The typical survival rate for that is 14%, what I was told was like 12 to 18 months. Believe it or not, yes, it could be better, but it'll also be much worse. To me, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I'll <laughs> 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 fight, Michael. The fight begins. Don't, don't get upset. And here we see where Mike got his unwavering optimism from his dad. He gets a terminal diagnosis and still considers himself to be the luckiest man in the world. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. From his dad, he gets a terminal diagnosis and still can- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'd be going from RV park to this. Three months. Made this like a podcast room or something. Wow, this place is big. He makes it valuable by setting up this house specifically for like-minded business owners. And because his fake identity, Scott, doesn't have a good credit score, he just found someone to co-sign it. No. No. To me, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. No. <laughs> this seems hella fake. The fight begins. Don't, don't get upset. And here we see where Mike got his unwavering optimism from his dad. He gets a terminal diagnosis and still considers himself to be the luckiest man in the world. After months of struggle. Did he just have the same shit on? Okay. Okay. Look, look, look. Watch this. Watch this, guys. Watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Look at this shirt. Look at this shirt. Y'all see this shirt, right? And where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Have a good credit score. He just. All right, not the same shirt. But this shit, like, this shit makes no sense. Continue the project or quit. Something they're gonna Business. Working 100 hour weeks to run an entire production team and trying to make a million dollars at the same time. Now this happened. This was real life now. Mike had a decision to make. Continue the project or quit. Some things are gonna change because I'm gonna be moving home to spend time with my dad. We're gonna figure it out, you know? This is what happens in life. It was like life was testing Mike. Whether you could actually be a leader, live by the message of the project and overcome this adversity. You get dealt cards, you have to play the hand that you're dealt. His dad wanted him to continue because now this was actually about more than just making a million dollars. It was about living by the values his dad taught him making the best out of every situation, even in times of struggle. And it lit a fire inside of him. And I wrote it down. I wanted 20,000 DMs, this people reaching out saying, you impacted my life in a positive way. That's all I wanted. So could he still reach the $1 million goal now that things got even more challenging? And I want to make that very, very clear. I don't think I was going to hit it. But they had a pretty good plan. Coffee is one of these consumables that people buy again and again if they love your brand. So setting up a monthly subscription would be a game changer. And if they could acquire new customers to try out their products, they might become long-term repeat. All right, let's, let's just do this. We put up our 
project. But then he got a message from a stranger that changed everything. There was a guy towards the end of the project. He reached out. I need to get on a call with you. Gets on the call and he literally just starts crying. And he's like, dude, I was going to kill myself. I came across your content. It just gave me hope. That was the best feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. If he ended it now with only $65,000 made and one person he deeply impacted, would the project be a failure or a success? I wanted to help people that were struggling get back on their feet and prove that it could be done. A lot of things about this situation suck, but I'm in control of how I see things. Throughout all of this, no matter how hard life hit him, he made the best of everything and lived by the message he truly believed. That's what true leaders do. So he decided to end the project early to focus on fixing his own health and spending more time with his dad. And now he's doing a lot better and things are going really, really well. And who knows? Maybe he didn't even make it. Mike is able to impact 20. Like, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's actually look at this shit. When I was 22, I had built a successful business that I sold for 600. So a lot of this shit is just like. Okay, God damn it. All right. So my brain is officially wasted because this bullshit. And it's just like, this shit is highly stylized. And if he's made it this far, why don't you see him doing interviews on, I don't know, Good Morning America, um, fucking um, The Today Show, shit like that. But all of this happened in so short of time where he made $64,000 starting from homelessness and he gave up his million dollar career, um, his more than a million dollar career. This is some bullshit. And like, no, fuck this guy. Fuck this. Because this is whole, well, you're not working hard because you're not making this much money. That's all that was. That was a shit on poor people. And you know what we don't do on this channel? We don't shit on poor people. We eat the motherfucking rich. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, God. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't. Because it's so highly editized and editorialized that it's just like, you just met somebody and they were they willing to be your co-signer. What did you do? Or what did you promise them? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, guys, I am going to cut this video segment right here and <laughs> with barbecue sauce. Get some sweet baby rays. But I'm going to cut this segment right here. And um, yeah, yeah. Let's go.